This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 89. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, mentor and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO at the Indie Business Network. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Lakeisha McMillan of Simply Unique in Charlotte, North Carolina. Not only is Lakeisha leading her business, but she also works full-time and is earning her master's degree. You'll enjoy learning about how Lakeisha plans and organizes her time for maximum efficiency using a basic notebook, pen, and paper. You'll also be inspired and maybe even a little bit convicted personally by Lakeisha's superbly proactive attitude, which is so important for all makers and entrepreneurs from all walks of life to embrace. Lakeisha's get up and go mindset will motivate you not to leave anything on the table when it comes to pursuing your goals. If you don't know how to do it, figure out how to do it and then go out and do it. Well, we'll get to all of that in just a second. But first, this episode of the Indie Business Podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business Retreat. Join me in January for a transformational time of learning and growth at the beautiful Club Med Miches Playa Esmeralda in the Dominican Republic. Enjoy opportunities for snorkeling, cruising, and also strategizing in paradise as you formalize your plan for an amazing new year in your business. Reserve your spot now before they're all gone at IndieBusinessRetreat.com. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 89. And now let's welcome Lakeisha McMillan of Simply Unique in Charlotte, North Carolina. Lakeisha McMillan of Simply Unique in Charlotte, North Carolina. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me today, Donna. Well, Lakeisha, I'm doubly excited to have you because, first of all, you make and sell candles, which I love. But second (laughs) of all, you are located here in the Charlotte area, which is where Indy is headquartered. So tell us a little bit about uh, your journey to Charlotte. Were you born here or are you a transplant like me? (laughs) Well, I'm a transplant, actually. I am from Sumter, South Carolina, and I decided to move to Charlotte to take a corporate position. Um, and I've been here for about eight years now. So it's been exciting being in Charlotte. I guess you can say I'm a Charlotte native now. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you might qualify. Um, but you know, <laughs> I am also a graduate of the University of South Carolina. So, so uh-huh. interesting that you're from Sumter, because I have a lot of friends from that area. It's really, really fun to connect with a, uh, I guess, a transplanted homegirl. But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into your business story. You are the owner of Simply Unique. And just tell us a little bit about how that got started and what your story is at that business. Well, I started making candles about three years ago. I didn't actually launch my business until the summer of last year. 
And I started making candles because I got tired of going to stores and buying candles that I couldn't really smell when I burned them. I mean, they smelled great when I sniffed them in the store, but when I got home and burned them, it wasn't the same. So I got tired of the disappointment and decided to start making candles myself. I didn't know it was going to be as hard as it was when I first started, but it has gotten better over the years. And I've been able to also add bath salts, shower steamers, and scrub as well. Mm -hmm. And I kind of promote self-care with that because I am a big advocate of mental health and I definitely want people to take care of themselves. So while I'm making candles and aromatizing homes, I want to also make sure you can do some self-care. So that was pretty much how my journey started. I just wanted to do something for myself. And I said, hey, why not start a business? And over time, I added a couple of other things as well. So Lakeisha, I know you also came to Charlotte for a uh, job or career opportunity. Is that something that you're still doing now as you're starting your business? Yes, I do still work full time. I'm actually in school as well, working on my master's degree. So I launched my business and started school at the same time last year. So it's been very interesting and busy. Oh my goodness. Yes. (laughs) I mean, hats off to you. So you are working a full time job, leading your business, which is still fairly new, and you're going to graduate school. Yes. So it's busy. We need all of the time management tips. Like, let's start off with sharing just a little bit about how you manage to divide your time so you can get everything that you need done in those three work slash professional areas, plus also your personal life, because you're into making sure that you self-care. So how do you manage to do all that? (laughs) Well, it is definitely challenging. Um, one of the things that I like to do is sit down at on Sunday and write out a list of all the things that I need to do for the week. And it can be business, school things, it can be personal, whatever it is that I kind of know I need to do for that week. I try to write it out. And as I go along throughout the week, I check things off and you know, you get that sense of achievement when you're checking things off the list, like, hey, I got this done and I can do some more things. So it's definitely a time management um, challenge when you're looking at the list and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much stuff to do. But when you write it out and kind of break it down, then it's not Mm -hmm. as much to do as, you know, Mm -hmm. before planning. So that has definitely helped me a lot. Um, Do you use a planner or a a digital tool to do that or just like pieces of paper in a notebook? I have a notebook. I love to write. So the notebook is the best bet for me. I do use my planner to put dates that I'm doing vendor events down so I can know, okay, this week I need to make sure all of my items are in stock for my vendor event. But mostly I use um, just my notebook and I have my list in there for each week. And when you use a planner, what's your favorite? Do you have one? I go to Michael's and I just look in their planner section and kind of pick whatever one is calling my name because they have so many. (laughs) You have to be inspired, right? (laughs) They do have so many. (laughs) So when you started your business, like you you mentioned that you kind of started just making things for your own personal use. And like, when did it dawn on you, Lakeisha, that 
this might be a business as opposed to something that you just did for yourself or just kind of, you know, maybe just sold only around the holidays to make a little extra money? Like, when did you decide that this would actually be a viable business that you wanted to give a go? Well, once I started making the candles, um, I'm going to be honest, it took me a while to even make them. I had ordered a box from um, Lone Star Candle Company, and that box had sat there for months. And finally, my husband was like, if you don't go in the kitchen and make these candles, I'm going to throw it away. (laughs) So I made the candles. And from there, after I kind of learned how to do them and perfect my craft, I decided why not start a business? Because I I know a lot of entrepreneurs in my family and I've always wanted to have my own business. So I kind of felt like this would be a great start and a learning point for me. Not to say that this is the only business that I wish to have, because I do have some things in mind in the future, but this was a great starting point for me to learn and grow. And and it's definitely been that. (laughs) And it kind of sounds like... uh mindset met opportunity. Like you said, you always kind of wanted to have your own business and you know entrepreneurs in your family. So you kind of had a certain mindset and then an opportunity came along for you to actually take that mindset and put it to work in a business for yourself. Yeah. Neat. So, so you got some candle ingredients, your husband forced you to either move them or move it or lose it, Lakeisha, right? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so you, you made some candles and like, like, did you just put them around your house and love them? Like, how did you start selling them? Well, I did test them in the house. Um, I also did some research to just know what to look for and things to make sure if you wanted to sell candles. Um, you test it out before selling them. So after the first two times that I did a candle batch, I decided to do a test run with some of my coworkers. So I did a really nice gift bag. I had a sample scrub in there and I also did two small candles so they could, you know, Mm -hmm. test it out and see Mm -hmm. what they liked and didn't like. And I did some wax melt samples as well. And I also did a questionnaire for them to fill out and give back to me. And they didn't have to put their name on it or anything, just be anonymous, leave it on my desk while we're at work. Maybe I'm not at my desk. And I read through what they said and I worked on those things and made sure I made things better for the next go round. So that was how I tested it and decided I would sell it and if it would work for everybody. So how long between when you uh, made your first uh, test batches and sent the questionnaires to your coworkers, how long after that did you actually start selling the candles or did you do any more rounds of testing before? I did do a couple of rounds of testing with family members and they provided feedback as well. And it actually took me about two years because after I did the candles and the scrubs, I decided to add some more things (laughs) and I wanted to have just, you know, like a gift box I can offer to someone and not have to purchase items from other places or other people. So once I learned how to do the bath salts, and the shower steamers, then I launched my line, which it took me about two years to actually perfect everything and 
you know, the little candle care cards and different things to include with my um, candles and other products. I wanted to make sure I had a great product to offer before I actually sold it. And Lakeisha, you sell quite a few different things now, but you started with candles. Are they still your uh, biggest sellers? They are actually. And the other item that sells a lot is shower steamers. And I think that's because you don't really find them in the store too much. And some people just really don't know about them. So I still make a lot of candles and I change my fragrances up here and there and um, focus on just making sure people have self-care. Lakeisha, how do you know when to change up your fragrances? Like, do you do seasonal or do you just kind of, uh, when the mood or inspiration strikes you, you change things up? How do you organize that? So I definitely have a seasonal section and those change um, three to four times throughout the year. And I also have an especially for men fragrance line. Um, It's only about, I try to have three to four candles for that different fragrances because men like candles too. So why not offer that option to them? So I've transitioned out one of the fragrances to a new one and I'm kind of going with how I feel, see if I want to change to a new one as well, because I'm testing out different fragrances to see what works and what doesn't. And then I have a section that's just kind of here to stay and may change in the future. But as for right now, it's going to be here and they're pretty much top sellers. That sounds so interesting. So how did you decide to expand from candles to other things? Like, was that a difficult decision to make? No, it was easy, actually. I wanted to um, add the scrubs, and that was the next thing that I focused on once I made candles. And I thought about it, and I said, well, why not do something for people who like to take baths? So I added bath salt, and then I'm not big on baths, but I said, well, why not have something for the shower takers? So then I added (laughs) And then at that point, I said, okay, that's enough because I'm the only one making all this stuff. So don't add anything else. <laughs> right. It becomes a lot of work really quickly. I definitely realized that. So when you did your research on the front end, like where did you go for research? Did you join any programs or did you take any classes? Which share a little bit about that for our listeners who might want to start a business as well. Well, I did a lot of reading online and research, and I also bought some candle making books. YouTube is, you know, the educational place for everyone Mm -hmm. on things (laughs) that you want to do. So I went on YouTube and I actually um, follow Stanley Handcrafted. He was one of the people I started looking at and learning to make candles in Tim from Timber Ridge gifts. Those were the two candle makers that kind of helped me on my journey on YouTube. So I also joined a couple of groups on Facebook um, where they post different information and have, you know, little documents and stuff like that on candle making and locations that you can purchase things for. So those were the main things that helped me on the journey. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite of Facebook groups? I know there's a billion of them. Uh, If you have a favorite, that would be great for people to know about. um, And you can share that with us if you get a chance. But um, it sounds like you were very intentional. It doesn't sound like um, you 
just, you know, decided that you wanted to start a business. And and there's actually nothing wrong with that either, because if you think about it, so many businesses start that way, like with a passion and not with, do you ever think about that? Like um, that today's entrepreneur does not have to start a business with this big, huge, massive notebook of plans and pie charts and graphs. Right. Right. You know, they can kind of ease into it. Like, how has that been for you? It has been very interesting because I haven't really had someone to guide me in the process. So I've done a lot of research to learn what to do. Um, Even with the candle making, I knew that insurance was important and that's how I found you on Indie Business. (laughs) I'm so glad you found us. And I loved everything about how you offered additional items, not just insurance. So It has been challenging um, just learning on the journey, but nobody goes into anything knowing everything. And that was the mindset that I had. I may not know what to do or how to do it right now, but I can learn it and I can figure it out. And there's tons of information available to help you get there. That is so great to hear that mindset just that you have that I don't know how to do what I want to do, but I can figure it out. Like in your three years of of your entrepreneurial journey, like, isn't that like half the battle or even more? It is because I have had some meltdowns (laughs) where I was just like, (laughs) I'm not doing this. I'm just not going to start the business. Nobody really knows. And, you know, you have to have that pep talk with yourself Mm -hmm. after the meltdown and you're like, okay, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to figure this out. So (laughs) yeah. So Lakeisha, tell us what your latest meltdown was and how you overcame it. I think my latest would be how I get a lot of feedback from repeat customers of how they love my product. But most of my sales come from vendor events. So I do get sales online, but not as much as I'd like to. So that's been my meltdown because I'm just trying to figure out, well, what is it that I can do? How can I make this better? And, you know, when you're getting positive feedback, you don't know what it is that's wrong to fix it. So that that's been the meltdown. But I keep telling myself, you are new. There's a ton of candle makers out there. So you have to continue to get your brand out there. And people, once they get to know you, then you'll have more sales. So that's that's been my biggest meltdown lately. <laughs> okay. Well, it sounds like, once again, your mindset is your friend because um, it sounds like, you know, the way you are sort of maneuvering around that is by self-talk and making sure that your mind stays strong and 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 realizing that it's not necessarily anything that you're doing wrong. It's just uh, you got to keep your nose to the grindstone. And that is so great. So tell us a little bit about the shows that you do. What are your favorites and why do you love them so much? Well, my favorite. I love doing the vendor event at the Metropolitan Market. They're actually seasonal. They happen in April, September, and November, I believe. So that has been my favorite. And that's actually the first one that I did for my first vendor event. And it's a lot of foot traffic. You know, it's always been a nice day. Not to say that I haven't had some rainy events, Mm -hmm. but I would say that's my favorite. Wow, that is so great. And, um, you know, when it rains, it does it does kind of have a tendency to uh, impact those shows. Now, so when you do shows, 
like what are your best show tips like do you have a favorite sort of uh show setup that you use to draw attention to your booth or how do you market and get people to come there what are some of your ideas in that regard so one of the biggest um, ones that gets people to come over to my location is I have a sign that says free smells and I have candle, well, wax melts on the wax melter burning. So you can kind of smell the different fragrances. And then I also have mm-hmm. my smaller two ounce tins with different fragrances. So you can smell everything right there and you don't have to wonder, well, I wonder what's this like. And I've noticed some people say something smells really good over here. I had to come check it out. And that's usually how it starts. So <laughs> that's oh, a great wow. way to get people to come over is have your stuff available and you know if you can burn a candle or a wax melter to get the fragrance going they'll come over because they want to know what smells so good (laughs) we are totally so often led by our noses and I've I've heard from some people that at shows they limit the ability for vendors to have fragrances burning and so forth Have, have you ever encountered anything like that have not and that's probably because most of the ones that I've done have been outdoors but even being outside people can still smell it very good and that's the goal Mm -hmm. for my for you to be able to smell them because I've actually set up beside a food truck before and I've had people say I can still smell your candles over the food which is surprising because I'm smelling food (laughs) oh gosh it's probably super great to have a booth next to the food right because there's always going to be some (laughs) eyeballs on you for sure if the food truck is right next door I love it so tell us a little bit about Lakeisha how you chose your business name simply unique Well, I honestly didn't realize this till after I chose my business name, but on my personal Instagram page, I have listed, I am uniquely me and it just fell together. Um, I love being simple yet unique. I love being different. And I think there's nothing wrong with being different. That's awesome because that sets you apart from everybody else. So embrace the uniqueness. And that's something that I try to do with all the products that I have. You know, I don't want to just have bath salts, regular bath salts. Why not have bubbling bath salts? That's something different that we don't see. And, you know, just to continue to stick to the brand. I love having some uniqueness about me in my business. And one of the things I noticed um, on your Instagram and at your website, too, is that you have what most people call wax melts and you call them snap bars. I do. Yes, I make snap bars and scoopable wax. Um, I didn't want to go with the traditional clamshells. I felt like everybody does that. So why not be different? And when you say clamshells, you mean the containers that wax melts usually come in? Yes. So you found a different sort of container and you call them snap bars, but it's the same thing and everybody knows what to do with them. You just have a really cool way to refer to them. Yes. That is so neat. And then you said you also have scoopable wax. Like, what is that? Like, of course, it makes me think of ice cream. So I'm picturing an ice cream (laughs) scooper scooping up the wax and your like creme brulee flavor. And then I can't eat it. So what is scoopable wax? Um, well, they're uh, the same as um, 
the snap bar, except they come in a little small jar and it has a small spoon. It's so cute. Everybody says, I love your packaging. This is so cute. But you just scoop however much you want out of the jar and put it on the wax melter and it it serves the same purpose. That is adorable. So it's not too hard to scoop, obviously, like softened wax of some sort. Yes, it is softer. But it's hard. It's hard enough that it's not runny and melty before you scoop it out. Yes. And you how can great use is that? I know. I, I really when I found that I was like, yes, I need to figure out how to make this because this is cool. <laughs> it really is. That's kind of a neat, neat twist on things. And it's always fun to have sort of neat twists on things. So like, how do you market your products, Lakeisha? I know I I see that you have an Instagram and I know you do shows. Like, do you have any sort of systems in place uh, yet or what have you to market and connect with your customers and encourage those repeat sales you mentioned earlier? I have not looked into the marketing side as much yet. Um, I usually just post on my Instagram and my Facebook page every day, sometimes two or three times a day. And I try to make sure um, when I do vendor events, I have like a card, a thank you card that does a scratch off and you get a percentage off the next time you order something online. So those are the two things that I've been doing lately. And Lakeisha, how do you keep up with like your, your finances and your, you know, making sure that you're you know, making more than you're spending and so forth? Do you have, uh, you know, like uh, like an accountant or a bookkeeper or anybody to help you do that? How do you manage those things so far? I actually keep a spreadsheet and I always write on the spreadsheet right after something happens because if I don't, I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get that. <laughs> so the spreadsheet contains like your Daily sales, weekly sales, like what is your what is your system for tracking everything? So you at the end of the month or the quarter or whatever, you're knowing exactly what your, you know, what your profit and potential loss and so forth is. So I can pull the data from my Shopify website um, on the spreadsheet for my sales. And Mm -hmm. I whenever I go out and purchase something, then I add um, I have a separate spreadsheet that I put all my purchases on and I do it by the store that I purchased from. So that way I can see what store I'm buying more from as well. Right. So you can also see, I I guess, all the pricing and how much everything costs you. And there are these Excel spreadsheets basically. Yes. Wow. And so, you know, are you ever overwhelmed? Like, I'm just thinking like um, you're doing, do you have people to help you with your bookkeeping or do that all by yourself? I do the bookkeeping part by myself, but I will say as far as um, when I make things, sometimes my husband will help. Sometimes I can actually get the kids to help. So I do get a little help around here. (laughs) Okay. So we definitely have to go there. So you have, you're married and you have children and, okay, so wait a minute, Lakeisha, I'm just like starting (laughs) to think that we need to get you a cape. So how, how many children do you have? I have two girls. Um, One is 10 and the other will be 13 next month. Okay. So are they totally girly girls and all into the excitement of mom's business making and selling stuff we can use? Sometimes it depends Mm -hmm. on how they're feeling. (laughs) Sometimes they're excited to help me. And sometimes they're like, well, how much stuff do I need to help you with? (laughs) 
<laughs> right, right. What exactly, and what's in it for me, right, at that age, too? I know right. um, I had these ideas that my children would love entrepreneurship as much as I do, and maybe they will one day, but so far, when mommy asks for help these days, it's kind of like what you said. It's like, well... <laughs> Really? Okay. Well, if yeah. I have time, maybe I'll think about it. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Interesting. When they were younger, it was much easier, but now it's kind of, uh, you know, they're teens and I guess they have their own things to do, but um, what an interesting journey though. So you're also mothering and wifing in addition to all the other things that you're doing. So how do you take time for yourself? Like what is a typical Lakeisha moment when there's no one else around, no business, no school, like what do you do and how do you fit that in? Well, I, I actually took some time yesterday for myself and I went and got my nails done and I got my toes done and I actually fell asleep. <laughs> I was in there. <laughs> I was very relaxed and <laughs> it, it was nice. And then I try to schedule a massage and a facial just to pamper myself and treat myself and, you know, just know that hard work pays off. So I take time out and do things for myself and it's just me. I don't, I don't want to have the hubby or the kids. I want to go by myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I totally hear that. I totally hear that. So when you look into the future of your business, what, what sorts of things do you see? Do you want to grow and have more, or you mentioned more online sales uh, for sure, but I'd love to hear like what your vision is for your business and like your five or 10 year plan for it. Well, I do plan on making my own fragrances later on down the line. That's something that I want to do for my candle fragrances. Mm-hmm. Um, be fun. I, don't, I think that would be very interesting. And that's another way to be unique because everybody won't have that fragrance. And um, I definitely want to continue to promote self-care. I'm actually working on my master's in clinical mental health counseling. So that's something that I want to make sure people are aware of and taking care of yourself is more important than anything else. Because if you can't function, you can't function for someone else and help other people. So. And what are your typical days like? Like, are you a morning person, an evening person? How do you uh, like organize all the, you know, the shifts of the day to help you get everything done? Well, I get up early in the morning and I try not to stay up late, but unfortunately I'm up late. So I'm up late in early mornings. That's usually my day, but I do try to break it up to where I am not staying up late and getting up early every day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because after a while, my body's going to shut down and say, Hey, you're doing too much. (laughs) Do you use any apps to help with that? Like, um, you know, different sorts of apps to help you get up or help you get up with, you know, you can even put like apps that have lights on your phone to help you wake up early in the morning and adjust to a daylight setting. Do you do use anything like that or just an alarm clock? No, I just use my alarm. And I think when the kids are in school, that helps because I need to make sure they're getting up and not that they sleep oversleep because sometimes they won't get up with their alarm clock. So that Mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. helps. But because it's summertime, because they're getting ready to get out for the summer, it's going to be a little bit harder. But today I actually got up early and I didn't have to work. So, you know, Mm -hmm, I guess mm -hmm. your body gets used to it after a while. 
Yeah, and it's so interesting that you say that too, because my children are a little bit older than yours now. And, um, you know, one is driving and one usually would much prefer to ride to school with a friend than me, right? So it's so (laughs) interesting because when they were younger, I would wake up super early like clockwork. Yeah. Now that they have their own, you know, they can organize their own rides and so forth, not 100%, but to some extent, I find myself not waking up like I used to. And I've had to, I've had to find my own wake up mechanisms where before it was my children, like they were my alarm clock. Right. Right. Well, I I guess I need to plan for the future then. (laughs) Well, you know, I, you know, it's sort of, at first it was a relief. I was like, Whoa, this is great. Cause you know, it's, it's mothering is a lot of hard work. So after, at first it was like, Oh, this is really good. I'm, you know, I get to chillax a little bit more in the morning, but after a while, I would chillax a little bit longer, chillax a little bit longer until <laughs> I don't know, my children would be practically, you know, ready for, for, you know, mid-morning snack or lunch or whatever. And I'd still be like stretching and getting into the day. So <laughs> I really up. did. I did. I had to really just kind of, you know, you have to create a new routine for different seasons of your life. That's pretty mm-hmm. much what it is. Yeah. Um, and so you certainly have had to create multiple new routines for all the things that you're doing. So, um, so what is your best-selling candle fragrance? It is tied before between oak moss and amber and sea salt and orchard. Those are the two popular ones. Okay. Oh, they sound so delicious. So, We've got a lot of listeners out here, Lakeisha, who are interested in starting a business and they may have a full-time job or even just children and, you know, other responsibilities, or maybe they're in graduate school, but they really want to do this. And do you have any advice for them in terms of how to do it without, uh, you know, stumbling around in the dark, I guess, at best or at worst, um, you know, stressing yourself out so much that you'd end up not doing much of anything well. What are some of your words of advice for people like that? I would say make sure you do all the research first before you even start purchasing anything. Research. That's the biggest thing that you need to do because you may look into it and you didn't know this was something that was a part of the business that you were wanting to do. And you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. So research, research, research. That's a big one. And don't let the no's or the I can't do it or I can't figure it out determine your fate. Again, nobody knows everything. I don't know anyone who's gone into a job or Mm -hmm. into a class and they knew everything. There's always going to be something to learn. You're always going to grow. So don't get frustrated about the times that you just don't get it. It Nobody gets it right on the first try either. Keep trying. So mm-hmm. if you have to have a moment, have your moment. Break down, cry, you know, whatever you got to do to get it out and then get back to it. Don't get discouraged. That's what I would say. And Lakeisha, do you, do you find that you have various different levels of support from friends and family for your business? I do. I will say that my family and friends have been very supportive. Um, I also do a simple Sunday once a month. And this year I started in January. This year I've been doing it mostly with family and friends, but I do want to open it up next year to other businesses or other people who I don't necessarily know. 
And they have been supportive with that. They've been supportive with buying things. They've been supportive with, hey, are you going to make this? Can you make this for me? (laughs) So I've gotten a lot of support in different ways. And I appreciate that. And what exactly is Scentful Sunday? Like what, how does that work? So um, Scentful Sunday is when I feature someone on um, Instagram Live and we go over some of the products that they tried from my business. And if they have their own business, I promote it. We talk about their business or um, this past Sunday, I did one with my cousin Tree and we talked about a book that she's writing and she'll release it at the end of this year. And we also talked about college and education and financial aid, because there are some things that people don't know unless you research it or happen to know somebody. And Mm -hmm. she works at the University of Georgia State. So she was able to provide some tips and stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's not just about my business. It's also to promote other people and use my platform for that as well. So I I may have to see if you can come on a Scentful Sunday. (laughs) I would love to come on a Scentful Sunday. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that you are using your entrepreneurial platform, which obviously by default promotes your products, but also serves people in a different way. Yes. And it does. A lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't get that you can use your platform to have a completely different conversation from the products or services you offer. Right. Yeah. And have it attract the same audience, which results in two things, right? You help people. Plus you also get more of an opportunity to get eyeballs on your products. Like, is that something that you like strategized about or did it come naturally to you? How did that happen? Well, it actually came up last year, um, sometime in the holiday season, it just came to me like I want to have something where people try out my products, give a review, and we're on social media live. And somehow the the term "sinful Sunday" came up in my head. I didn't have no idea of what I was going to call it, and it just popped up. And I was like, "Yeah, because you know, candles, scent—that makes sense." So um, I also want to promote other people. I'm all about promoting other businesses. I think that's great that we can support one another and use our platform Mm -hmm. for that. And isn't it fun? Like to me, that kind of thing just makes business fun. Like whether it leads to a sale or not, it's just fun. And you get to broaden your horizons, right? And expand your sphere uh, of influence and also develop relationships. Yes, very true. Very true. Um, I think that that's a great way to network as well and Mm -hmm. um, learn about other people. That's a great way to learn other people. Yes. And it sounds like you have a mindset of always be curious. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that great? Like you can now, like it could be, you know, it's just so interesting that no matter what direction our lives goes, go in, as long as we are curious We never get bored. We never, you know, just so many good things happen because you just keep being curious and asking questions. Yes, I definitely agree with that. That's so inspiring to me. So you just have like this amazing, like well-rounded 
start to your business. And it's, it's really cool because I love to be able to share with people. Um, you know, we interview a lot of people here on the Indie Business Podcast. So some businesses yeah. have been around for decades. Oh, I yeah. love to interview the new entrepreneurs as well, because the freshness of your approach is always so different. Because, you know, if you've been in business for a while, you kind of the same answer to the same questions because you have systems that have worked forever. And that's a really good thing. But at the same time, it's really great to hear from someone who's got like a freshness to them and hasn't hasn't, um, you know, been around the same barn so many times because you have. You have this sort of, I don't know, it's like you sprinkle something different over over it than, <laughs> than people who've been doing it for a while. Do you feel that level of energy and excitement because you're still new? Well, I like to real I, I like to perfect things. So I'm not gonna <laughs> put something out there that I didn't try and mm-hmm. make sure. And I feel like it's it's a representation of me. So that's mm-hmm. so important. And I think that's what helps a lot. <laughs> well, and it's such a good balance too, because you said that you like perfection, but obviously we know there's no such thing, but, but a lot right. of people get stopped with looking for perfect and they never get anything done. So it sounds right. like you have a balance of striving for perfection, but not so much that it stops you from actually putting out as good as you can. Right. And there's always room for improvement. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Well, as we close things out, Lakeisha, tell us a little bit about where we can go to follow you and find you online and connect with you personally. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Simply Unique LLC. Facebook is It's Simply Unique LLC. And my website is it's simply unique llc.com and if we follow you on instagram we'll we'll also be able to see what shows you'll be at so we can mark our calendars to come and yes you will i post that as well and i post um when i'm gonna have simple sunday um Mm -hmm. i haven't set the date for june yet but it should be up next week sometime and you you can just tune in All right, everyone, Lakeisha McMillan, head over to her Instagram at Simply Unique LLC. Find that show if you're local here in the Charlotte area and follow your nose. <laughs> follow your nose yes. or booth. <laughs> Make sure you get some of those candles and some of those uh, snap bars, which is such a cool, cool idea and scoopable wax. Oh, my goodness. Every, just the, the analogies to food are just, uh, just uh, you know, all over the place. But I bet the <laughs> smells are great. And we look forward to checking you out, too, at Simply Unique LLC on Instagram and follow your website through there. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, Lakeisha. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we'll talk to you soon and we'll we'll see you at one of those shows sometime soon this summer. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review three of the most significant business insights Lakeisha and I discussed today. Number one, write it down. As a busy entrepreneur, full-time employee, and student, Lakeisha has to be extra careful about how she manages her time. She says that writing things down is one of the keys to her progress. 
While she uses a formal planner to schedule events and shows, she loves using a basic notebook, pen, and paper to keep a running list of the things that she has to do. This helps her to break things down, and she really enjoys the sense of accomplishment she experiences when she gets to check things off her list. That is a great feeling. Number two, research, research, and research. Lakeisha was very intentional about starting her business. She wanted to make sure everything was just the way she wanted it before she launched. She did a lot of advanced research and made a bunch of prototypes to test on friends and acquaintances before actually selling her first products. She relied heavily on YouTube and Facebook groups where she was able to learn everything she needed to get started and also found suppliers for the waxes and containers she needed to produce quality candles. And number three, that I can learn anything attitude. I love Lakeisha's mindset on this. It bears repeating word for word. So here's a quote from her. Nobody goes into anything knowing everything. And that was the mindset that I had. I may not know what to do or how to do it now, but I can learn it and I can figure it out. And there's tons of information available to help you get there. Unquote. Almost like mic drop. It is this mindset that paved the way for Lakeisha's Sentfully Sunday platform, which she talked about in the podcast. This attitude is the key to entrepreneurial success. Actually, it's the key to like life success. Learn what you need to know and then go out and just do it. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured here on the Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from my blog at IndieBusiness.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, enjoy your life, build your business, and live your legacy. 